0: Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is Behind the Steel Curtain co-editor Dave Schofield coming at you once again on a Thursday morning with some, I don't know if they're all that geeky stuff to talk about, but most importantly, we're talking about our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. Just want to Uh, let you know, we'll be having some information coming up with our ongoing contest of where you all, I know some of you might be tuning in here for the very first time, just trying to get all the information for the contest that Behind the Steel Curtain is running. Uh, for those of you that might not know what I'm talking about, because this is the first episode that you have caught all this week, our morning episodes at Behind the Steel Curtain have been giving a clue. Um, If you are the first one to figure out the clues, you will get one one day or one each day all week with Jeff's live mic, not live, I don't say live mic, Jeff's Let's Ride on Monday, Michael Beck's live mic on Tuesday, Jeff's Let's Ride on Wednesday. They've already given their clues. I'm not giving them again. And then you'll get my clue today. And then you'll get Jeff's clue on Friday, and then you can see if you can figure it out and win yourself some BTSC swag that you'll be able to pick out. So I'm not giving the clue yet. I'm just saying that. I'm just setting you up for it. I have to give a disclaimer first. Oh my goodness. It's been a week. I really didn't want to have to talk about this again. But luckily, Jeff Hartman was nice enough on Friday to give my little disclaimer Um, I was able to give a disclaimer on the Steelers preview on Thursday night, which aired on Friday afternoon. And that was last week, boy, did I mess up. I'm the person who's supposed to be giving you numbers and I messed up numbers. Now it's figures if I'm going to mess up numbers, it wasn't that I messed up stats. I messed up Jersey numbers. And that's because last week at the end of the the show, if you didn't catch the episode, we were talking about Um, Matt Canada's offenses and how they've done and things of that nature. Um, But at the very end, I answered a question about jersey numbers and how often they were being worn, what jersey number was worn the most, which one was the least. The answer for the most is the jersey number 25 has been issued 34 times, according to Pro Football Reference, and 70 has only been issued once. Well, I was going through some other numbers about some of the ones that were issued not very many times, And I got confused with my own notes, and I said a number, and then I gave a description uh, and all my notes about a different number. And what do you know? I told you all that Mike Webster was number 58. Mike Webster was not number 58. Mike Webster was number 52. And the error that happened was I was keeping track of numbers that as I was going through them chronologically. You know, starting with one, two, three, I went through every number and counted every player that they had um, issued for those numbers. And I was right now the ones that had a small amount. And there was a, several of them that had only four players. Number one only had four players. Number seven only had four players. I got to number 52. I'm like, oh, there's six. I want to write this down because that's another Iron Man. I even talked about the whole Iron Man thing with Mike Webster and Ben Roethlisberger playing the most games of Steelers, things like that. And I wrote that down for 52, but then I went on and hit number 58 and it only had four. So I had to write it down and I had circles and arrows and everything on my notes. And what do you know when I was doing the show? I said, number 58 only had four. And then I started talking about Mike Webster. I was supposed to start talking about Mike Webster once I mentioned the next one, which was number 52. So I apologize for that. Um, Don't go out and buy yourself a number 58 Mike Webster jersey. You might get laughed at. Um, If somebody sends me one, I will wear it with pride for my mistake. But just wanted to go ahead and throw that out there. What we're going to be talking about this week is this question actually came to me directly from one Jeff Hartman. He had a question for me, um, wanted to know if there was any key statistics where the Steelers really need to improve in 2021, things that were not good in 2020. And this is what he said. He said, I'm not talking about the standard, you know, Oh, you got to do this better. He's like, I wonder if there's anything interesting, anything that we might not think about. So I tried to break down as many of these as I could. I mean, I didn't get into absolutely totally obscure. I mean, I don't think I did. Um, Statistics to see how this the Steelers could improve for this year. But what was interesting is some of the ones I was looking up where I thought they might need to improve, or I wanted to check to see if they needed to improve, they didn't. So not only is this going to be in, in what areas do the Steelers need to improve for next year, the other one is is key areas where they don't, where you it's not that they need to improve, they need to not drop off. So we're going to dive into these and they're going to kind of be back and forth, no particular order, and I'm just going to put them out there. So the first one I came up with was probably maybe one of the more obscure ones that I came that I came up with. Um, we'll get to the running game. We know it was bad. We know it was bad in 2020 and it wasn't really any better in 2019. It was not good. And that's something the Steelers need to focus on. But what's crazy is that there's also other things that need improved as well. Um, the Steelers have identified this. Art Rooney II has gone on record about talking about the running game. So i would actually, the first thing I'm going to bring up is an item from the passing game. Uh, how about this statistic? How about net yards per pass attempt? That's something the Steelers need to improve on. And you're probably thinking, oh, that's right. They threw a lot of short passes. Granted, they had a lot of completions, Because, of course, when you get zero yards on a pass attempt, because this isn't about receptions, this is about pass attempts. But if you look at net yards per pass attempt, the Steelers had, and this is a long number, their their average was, of of net yards per pass attempt, 5.9746. So they were just under six yards per pass attempt in 2020. That ranked them 24th. In the NFL, that's something they need to improve. That That means that they need to get more yardage on their pass plays. I don't think that there's anyone that kind of argues with that. But how do you do that? You, that's not just like, oh, we'll throw it deeper. There's a lot of things. You've got to make sure you have the protection. You've got to make sure that the defense is actually in a way that that, that this can work. So didn't have a ton of long pass plays last year was part of it. But that's why they ranked there. Believe it or not, they actually were better last year than the year before. Which I say believe it or not because it wasn't good. But really, when you think about it, when you had Ben Roethlisberger going down to injury, you had Mason Rudolph getting his first NFL action, then you had um, Devlin Hodges coming in and, and having to play. The Steelers in 2019 it was 5.5000 five and a half yards net yards per pass attempt, which was 28th in 2019. So they went up in that regard, but that's something they need to improve. Or do they? They do because it wasn't good. But then I went back and looked at franchise history. I'm like, how long has it been since they went where it was under six yards? Well, they did it in 2019, they did in 2020. And then I found a very interesting number. The last time before the 2019 season, where the Steelers were under 6 net yards per pass attempt was in 2008 where they were 5.9371. Hmm, cuz I think we all know what happened in 2008. That was the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers hoisted a Lombardi trophy. But if you also think about that, it you know, they also had you know a run game to balance that as well. So or at least a run game that was better than what they had in 2020. So that was the first one. And now, just because I just, I'm just i different, I'm weird in that regard, in the middle of doing everything, you know what it's time for? Do you know the music? The music is... It is contest time. It is time for the clue. I'm dropping it here right in the middle of the segment. Your clue for your, for your chance at some BTSC swag, this time coming from the Stat Geek Show, Lawrence Timmons. There you have it, folks. Lawrence Timmons is your clue. If you need to know what the other clues are, you got to go back and listen to this week's uh, live mic on Tuesday and the Monday and Wednesday episodes of Let's Ride. So there you are. Last time I'm going to say it. Last time you're going to hear it, Lawrence Timmons. There you go. All right. So let's get back here to our to our other stats that we could look at. I looked up and this was something like I think the Steelers did pretty good with this, but I, I want to look it up to see. And I did. How how were they in penalties last year? And the answer was they did all right. They did all right with, when it came to penalties. The Steelers were, they had, they had 691 penalty yards last season, which put them 11th in the NFL. That's not terrible. It's always something you can improve on, but that's really not bad. And they were tied for fifth with the number of penalties, of 81 penalties on the season. That, that's a pretty good mark. That is something, let's just say this, you don't want to move in the other direction. This is, a, this is one of those in the category of you're fine where you are. It's great if you're better, but definitely don't move in the other direction. That was an improvement from 2019 when they had 893 penalty yards, which was 15th, you know, middle of the road in the NFL, but on 111 penalties, which was tied for 20th. So they improved that last year. If they could improve that again, I mean, think about that. Penalties, penalties. That's, that, that's a big one. That's a big one. Next up, didn't want to, didn't even spend a lot of time on penalties. Because the next one we're going to look at is, is uh, first downs. First downs. Making sure you're getting first downs. Rushing first downs versus passing first downs. Uh, we're not just going to look at this on the offensive side. We're going to look at this on the defensive side as well. But if you're looking at first downs, the Steelers, unsurprisingly, well, actually, this might be a little bit surprising that they weren't 32nd. They were 31st in rushing first downs. They had 81 rushing first downs last season on offense. When it came to passing, they had 206, which, believe it or not, was tied for 16th, right in the middle of the road. So you're like, oh, well, pretty bad with rushing, only middle of the road with passing. That means in total first downs, not wasn't looking too good. 322 first downs, 26th. In the NFL. 26th. A team that went to 12 and four was 26th in the number of first downs. Now remember, every time you score a touchdown, that counts as a first down as well. So it's not like, oh well, the uh, well, we scored instead. No, it's this is something that, that we know. I'm gonna go ahead and roll into one other stack because I think they've really tied together. Here's a big one they need to improve. How about first quarter points scored? In 2020, the Pittsburgh Steelers only scored 62 points in the first quarter. That was tied for 24th in the NFL. 12 and 4. 12 and 4, 11 and 0 to start the season, only 62 points in the first quarter. 62 points in the first quarter. That's that's not good. And I've been I've complained a lot about the Steelers, especially their first drives and their opening drives. I'm like, their opening script is awful. We know who I put that on. Um, Luckily, no longer there to have to worry about it. But the Steelers need to start the game better offensively. Um, And to me, that just goes to show a very weak game plan. And if you have a weak game plan that you can't get going, I'm surprised the Steelers could do what they did last year. Oh, that's right, because the defense really helped them out, which we'll get to in a second. But the Steelers only scored 3.875 points per game in the first quarter, barely over a field goal average on the season in the first quarter. Way too many zeros in games where they didn't even score in the first quarter. To me, that's kind of going to show why those first down numbers also weren't as well. You've got those bad first downs. You've got those first quarter scorings. The Steelers had a bad tendency to either have extremely quick drives that maybe got a first down or it was just a three and out. Or they moved the ball and moved it down and, and scored. There wasn't... Those intermediate drives where you could gain some good field advantage, but don't actually, you know, you might be getting the ball in your own 10 and you and you can get it to midfield after, you know, three first downs and then have to punt. They didn't have a lot of those. A lot of times the Steelers were were really quick drives where they didn't do anything or they put it together and went all the way down and scored. Okay. I would love every drive where they put it together and go all the way down and score. And then you're getting tons of first downs. And it's not like the Steelers had big explosive plays that they were, that they were gaining lots of yards and not getting a bunch of first downs because we already know that through their net yards per pass attempt being less than six. So it's not like they were, and we know the running game wasn't busting off big runs. It's not like that they were doing that constantly and, Prime example: If you if you start the ball at your, at your twenty yard line, how many first downs do you need to put the ball in the end zone, or as Brian Anthony Davis would say, the touchdown zone? Think about it. if you just got the minimum ten yards and you got just to the sticks every time. Look at look at what you're looking at. You were, I mean, you, you're looking at needing to go eighty yards. So you're you're talking about seven first downs. Well, the, if you count the score, then that's the eight first downs. Okay. It's not like the Steelers are going 80 yards and only getting two first downs on a lot of their drives. That wasn't the case either. That wasn't the way they were built. You should be getting four or five first downs on those kind of drives. So if you're talking about drives getting four and five first downs, um, or, you know, six or seven, that's what they, they kind of need to do. But there was, there was a lots and lots and lots of three and outs. I don't have that number exactly, which I would love to give for you. That might be another stat for another day of where the Steelers were in three and outs. Because the problem with that one is the only way to do it is to go back and look them all up individually, each team. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take our, our quick commercial break here. And then we're going to come back and look at the defensive side of those stats that I just gave about first downs and first quarter scoring and then just roar into some other areas where the Steelers are really need to improve and other play other areas where they're doing great. So uh make sure you check out some Jerry Cherry band as we roll out of here and we'll be back we'll be right after this break. Steeler fans. We are back. Moving on with the Steeler Statute podcast. Hey, if you're Coming in right now after the break and saying, oh, wow, did I miss the clue? Yeah, well, first of all, I don't know how you got this far without listening to the beginning. Um, But yeah, the, the clue, we already had it in the first half. Make sure you go back, check it out for a chance to enter the contest. We're talking about statistics that the Steelers need to improve on in 2021 and where they ranked in the NFL. We had just run through on the offensive side of the ball how the Steelers were Next to last in the NFL in rushing first downs. They were middle of the road, tied for 16th in passing first downs. And they were 26th in total first downs for a team that won 12 games last year. Um, and they were tied for 24th with first quarter scoring of only putting up 62 points in the first quarter. So that gives you some indication. But you're like, well, how are the, how the Steelers have doing so well? You know why? Their defense. Their defense were starting strong and keeping teams from doing other things and and all those kind of stuff. And the offense could have helped open these games up so much more, and and a lot of times they failed to do so, especially early. But when it comes to the first down, rushing first downs given up, the Steelers were tied for fourth in the NFL, only giving up 94 rushing touchdowns, not touchdowns, sorry, 94 rushing first downs. Got to make sure I say that right. Okay. They were tied for fourth and you're like, that's great. But look at how many more they gave up than how many they gained. And they were that good at not giving them up. That just kind of goes to show how bad they were of not gaining them. Um, because they have a, a plus minus of basically minus 13 in that regard. But when it came, when it comes to passing first downs, man, the Steelers were even better. 163 passing first downs, second in the NFL, second in the NFL, um, I think they're only behind Washington. I think was the only team that had, and it was one less, only one or two less. So you're talking about the Steelers giving up only a total of 281 first downs on the season last year. That was tied, not tied. That was second, all by themselves in the in the NFL. And when you really look at that, I mean, my my goodness, that was they were um, plus 41 uh, on the on the season. With that meaning that they. That they gained 41 first downs more than they gave up, and they weren't very good at gaining them. So that just tells you how well the Steelers defense was. Also, when you talk about for the, that first quarter scoring, where the Steelers were so bad, where they where they gave up or they only scored 62 points, their defense only gave up 54 points. 54 points. That was third in the NFL of only giving up 54 points in the first quarter. That's 3.375. That's, that's a half a point less than what they were scoring. So that's fantastic on the defensive side, but this is where they really need to improve with that. Let's jump into some more of these fun rankings here. Let's just maybe we'll, now that I broke them down and did a lot of talk on it, maybe I'll just kind of spew out some numbers for you here as we go, okay? How about yards per punt? Yards per punt. The Steelers last year, they averaged 45.06 yards per punt. That was 17th in the NFL. Not terrible. But let's get that better. The Steelers invested a draft pick at the punting position, and hopefully, you will see an increase there. Simply based on dedicating to making a difference. Um, when it, when it, um, what, what was the other one? Oh, that fourth down conversions. Okay, the Steelers' defense was head and shoulders above the rest of the NFL in when they went for it on fourth down. There was, I think, 12 teams that had 50% or less conversions given up. The Steelers were first with 25%. I think teams went for it. Was, I think it was five for 25, or not 25, five for 20 of teams going for it on fourth down against the Steelers in the regular season. So they only gave up 25% uh, on fourth down, which was first in the NFL and absolutely fantastic. Okay. Some other numbers that we have here going on. If you're looking at the offense, we know the running game was bad. We know that the Steelers were 32nd in yards per game rushing with 84.4 and only, you know, 3.62 yards per play. They were were both dead last. But when you look at the passing yards, they were average. They were 15th in the NFL because their passing yards per game was 250. But here's another one that they were down – was. The, the passing yards per play was only, was, um, was, was less than, that wasn't the net yards. That was just the passing yards and everything. Um, cause we talked about the net yards already, but if you want to talk about total yards, the Steelers were 26th in the NFL. When you talk about total yards per play of only 5.13 yards per play. um, They've that's something that the offense has to get moving on. They really do. Uh, the Steelers did a really good job with their interceptions last year. They were eighth in the NFL with their interception rate. They only had an interception on 1.8. I'm sorry, I said the backwards, 1.68% of their passes um, that they attempted that they that they attempted. I'm pretty sure that was attempted and not completed um, last year. Where the offense really shined, believe it or not was in sacks. They only surrendered 10 sacks from the season. That was only 2.13%. That was tops in the NFL. So those those were really good things. They, then you got other stuff where like the, the punt return and kick return. They were, the Steelers were 12th in both of those. They're actually not bad, getting better, things like that. Um, one that I thought was quite surprising with the Steelers offense looking just at the offense right now was their goal to go percentage with how, how well did the Steelers go when they were goal to go scoring a touchdown? The Steelers were 24th in the NFL. They only, they scored the touchdown on 70.97% of those plays. That's not very good, but that's very indicative of a team that struggles in the run game. It really is. I mean, we know exactly what what was going on when the Steelers had all those, you know, what was it? First, And you know, they were, I think they might have been first and goal from the one and didn't get in, and and. I don't even want to think about that game and even reference back to it, but we know that we had those kinds of, of, of situations last year. So that's something they can, they can improve. The Steelers didn't have a very good fourth down percentage when it comes to offense. They, um, they were 23rd in the NFL. They can, but they were above 50%. They were 52.63% on their fourth down on, but an improved running game is going to help with that. Isn't it? Interesting how so much of these things that that the Steelers need to improve on ultimately comes back to having more of a running game, not even having to use it all the time, just having a thread of it um, really brings a lot. But those are some of the ones on the offensive side. So gonna to slide to the defense because there's not a lot of stuff that they can that that the Steelers can improve on. But at the same time, you just want to make sure that they are kind of holding steady. I mean, the Steelers, I mean, they were third in total yards per game and yards per play. I mean, they were under five yards per play, um, which, which, like I said, landed them, landed them third in the NFL. I mean, they were just behind. Who were they behind? They were behind the Rams. I knew they were number one. I'm trying to figure out who was number two. Oh, and number two was Washington because people forget how good of a defense they had last year. Um, and that's, and the Steelers found that out the hard way, um, Steelers were decent against the run. You know, they were 13th in rushing yards per play. That's, you know, that's not bad, but they were going up against a lot of the top rushing teams from last year in Cleveland, Tennessee, Baltimore. I mean, think they had five games against those three teams. That were that are known as big rushing teams. Um, so that the fact that the Steelers did what they did, there was pretty good. And the Steelers were really steady against the pass, you know, third in the NFL in in yards per game and obviously yards per play, about the same. Um, Steelers actually had a really good interception rate as well. They were second in the league with their interception rate. Um, with uh 3.42% of the passes were intercepted. You know, you had that with the sacks, which we know that the Steelers led the NFL in sacks. These are all things that you it, that we don't want to say. All oh, the Steelers have to improve on. No, you you want to maintain. You want to keep the status quo with these kind of things, with the sacks and the interceptions and things like that. Okay, if you want to get into some other things, um, really, if you're going to look at it, the Steelers they were in the in the top half of the NFL when basically everything across the board on defense only a couple things even fell outside of the uh, uh, of the top 10 i mean um they were talked like they were 12th in yard differential well that's not on the defense that's more on the offense not getting enough enough yards honestly 13th in the NFL in rushing yards per play is basically their worst ranking in all the major st- stats categories. So there's not a lot to improve on the defense. Um, unless you want to look at like defensive special teams, um, that's what you're probably looking at, at the worst part. Because the Steelers were 24th in the NFL in punt return average. They gave up on average 10 yards per punt return. So when you're not getting the best punts in the world and you're also getting a decent return, that's a little bit concerning. Because that's also when it comes to um, Steelers drafted punter. I'm not crowning him the punter yet. He has to win the job outright. Um, But for Presley Harvard, that was one of the things with his draft profile is that he sometimes has a good number of returnable punts whether it be out kicking his coverage or not having consistent hang time, things like that. So with the Steelers already ranked 24th and giving up yards on a punt, that's, that could be a little bit concerning. And they were also 15th on kickoff return. So they were about middle of the pack. They gave up 22.1 yards per kickoff. But those were some of the main stats and everything of where the Steelers were and the biggest things they could improve. So what did we just find out? The obvious thing is the running game really more than anything it's the they need to improve in that run game where they where they're dead last in running and all these other things that happen because of that you know where they're not getting a lot of first downs i didn't even bring up time of possession um they were the steelers were just they were in the top half somewhat they were 13th in the nfl that they were barely over there were 30 minutes and 49 seconds was their average time of possession. I remember when you ha- if you have an overtime game in, in there, that could throw that off, But uh, um, which I know that did the year before. So that's why I'm saying that other teams, if they went and did, had a lot of overtime games, that could bump your, your time of possession up a little bit. Um, so what would help the Steelers have a greater time of possession? What do you know? Being able to run the ball and, and everything. So more yards per play when it comes to the passing game, more being able to rush more. And honestly, I'm going to continue to scream this from the hilltop. First quarter scoring, starting strong. And honestly, the Steelers weren't very good in third quarter scoring either. It's like coming out of the breaks. They anytime they had something planned and scripted. A lot of times didn't go well for them last year. You know, they barely scored on their opening drives that they were, it was not good. So these are the areas uh, that the Steelers can obviously improve on the most for next year, whether or not they do, that's why they play the games. So I want to just make sure that I say this again, make sure you're checking out all the podcasts, get, make sure you are getting the morning podcast to make sure you are getting the clues for the contest. You can go back and catch mine. You can, I'm not going to say it again. Just can't do it. On all three Let's rides from this week and the live mic from Tuesday, you will get you will get the clues. Make sure you um, I don't know if I should say this or not. This will this is dropped in a a different place from from the clue. You might want to also be listening to those shows in order, if you know what I mean. So uh, that could be a little bit helpful. Also, if you have a stats question, I am always looking for stats questions. I'm looking for other people to say, hey, what's this? Some things are things I can't find. Some things are things that I can. It all depends on what I can do. For example, I was not able to find the percentage of Steelers running play action pass prior to 2018. I just couldn't do it. Um, So I couldn't look at that more historically. I can only look at it more recently. So if you have one of those questions, please hit me up on Twitter at STLRSuperFanDad, or you can email me at STLRSuperFanDad at gmail.com. So those are the numbers. I always love giving numbers. Hopefully we can uh, come back again next Thursday with more geeky numbers and make sure you are checking out behind It really is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. There's OTAs happening or going, giving updates there, or just continue to break down things, but whether it be with this year's draft selections, if you're talking about things going into the season Lots of lots of Steelers news. Always, constantly, lots of Steelers news. So make sure you're checking that out. And I just want to uh, thank you for listening. And as I always say, thanks for geeking out. With me.